Previously, on Return of the King, we met Darry, a famous pickup artist travelling to Toronto to wow the Canadian masses with his debonair charm and red hot seduction techniques. Return of the King, Chapter 2 Morning Has Broken. Saturday morning in Toronto broke across Darry like a bar stool thrown by an irate beater. Fists pounded against a thin chipboard door. His hangover fuzzy head ached. He was naked, lying in a twisted mass of damp red sheets in an unfamiliar bed. This wasn't a hotel. Did he get lucky? Staring at the grimy Artex swells of the plaster ceiling, he racked his brain hunting for shards of alcohol-shattered memory. He came up with nothing. The banging had turned into shouting now. A man. Oh no. Morning, lover boy. He rolled over onto his side, groaning as acidic nausea pushed its way up his body. A large pale woman with a beaky nose and tiny mascara-smeared eyes was propping herself up on a pile of decorative pillows next to him. She hoiked her matte black hair into a high-tight ponytail, lifting her eyebrows, pulling her skin taut, and ran a sharp acrylic nail down his chest. Hands hammered on the door. The kids are waiting. They need to be at the ice rink by 7.15. The woman sighed and lit a cigarette. Give me five minutes. I've got company, eh? I'm not your personal taxi service. With a disappointed look in Darry's direction, she rolled out of bed and scooped up Darry's discarded clothes from the hardwood floor, pushing them across to him. He pulled on his stained pink t-shirt, recoiling from the sharp odour of sweat, stale beer and Shalimar perfume. Squeezing into his trousers, he winced as the waistband dug into his bloated abdomen. The woman pulled a pink housecoat over her yellowing nylon nightie and wriggled into a pair of black leggings. Mom, you promised. Boomed through the door. Okay, okay. Turning to Darry, she jabbed in his direction with a cigarette. You... My grandbabies don't need to see this, so I'm going to ask you to go out the back way. Bewildered, Darry allowed her to shoo him towards the bedroom window. As he slid it open and hoisted his chest through, he was relieved to find they were in a single-storey house. The woman defenestrated him with surprising expertise, sending him tumbling into the prickly weeds and overgrown grass of her unkempt backyard. She leaned out and dropped his wallet and phone into his hands. Next time, keep our landing strip. You look like you had a little naked mole rat poking out. Nearly made me vomit. Darry sat stunned on the grass. His expensive pants would be horribly stained. How did he get here? What just happened? Had the waxing really been that extreme? Whatever. He couldn't stay here. He needed a shower and possibly to purge. His guts were roiling. Pulling out his phone, he called Centurion. Hey man, 
Can you pick me up? I don't know where I am. Dude, you got the magic. No wonder you didn't bother booking a hotel. I bet Darry V never bought a room in his life. Got my GPS locator on. Be there in five. Listening for the sound of children leaving the house, Darry struggled through the undergrowth. He clambered over a rusty bicycle frame and kicked a broken glass out of his path. Where was he? As he made it round to the front of the small house, a thirty-something man in a maple leafs hockey jersey and baseball cap hailed him from the porch. Morning, bucko. Late night, eh? The man raised a huge red takeout coffee cup in a sardonic toast. Derry felt his colour rising. His eyes darted from side to side as he tried to formulate a response. Oh, God, was this going to turn rough? Don't worry, son. Come up and wait here with me. Ma does this on the regular. Just you check your wallet. This was her son? Jesus fuck. Darry stumbled up the stairs and flopped onto a plastic lawn chair. The man decanted some of his drink and passed Darry a smeared and sticky enamel mug of the most disgusting coffee he would ever taste. Nodding his thanks and pretending to sip, Derry slumped on the chair, trying to piece together the events of the night before. The last thing he remembered was being hit on the side of the head by a chicken shawarma while trying to convince one of Centurion's students to let him sleep on his dorm room floor. As he sifted through the fragments, trying to remember what provoked the airborne attack and what came next, Fuzzy impressions crystallised into a memory. A memory of a woman with Cleopatra eyes and a low-cut top behind a counter. She had had a newspaper and pen. And he had used his Sudoku opener. Followed by NLP technique for right and having imbued her positive feelings of attraction to him into the ballpoint pen he'd managed to coax her into a taxi something felt off he wasn't quite sure what maybe maybe it was too easy at this point, he saw Centurion's hatchback pull up across the street. Fist bumping his thanks to the Maple Leaf span, he made his escape. Once in the car, he checked his wallet. All the cash was gone. Dude, you are a legend. I still can't believe I picked you up at a woman's house. I bet she was fine. Must have been waiting till we all left so you'd be around to coach us. I just wish I'd been there to watch the maestro at work. Inflating ever so slightly, Darry admitted. Well, yeah, I couldn't leave you guys and go off on my own. Warming to his theme, he went on. Yeah, so I was about to get to the taxi when I saw this HB11 reading the Toronto Star. I used Opener 14 on page 67 of Daybang followed by Routine 4 from Around the World in 80 Lays. Then I finished off with some, you know, freestyle neuro-linguistic programming. Holy shit, dude. 
I wish I'd seen it. It's not smoother than silk. Hell, I was in the zone. It just flowed. Grabbed a taxi, zero last minute resistance. Back to hers, naked, in bed, before I knew it. Had her in the palm of my hand. Looking at Centurion's awestruck face, Darry drank in the admiration. He found himself embellishing. She was a part-time lingerie model from Quebec. She'd auditioned for Mission Impossible 4, but wasn't a Scientologist, so she didn't get the gig. She could do the splits. Every man in the place had been after her, but he, Darry, had out alphaed them all. Centurion was wrapped begging for more and more details. Oh dude, tonight is gonna be fire. You and Stavros love it together. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. It was funny, Derry mused. He spent all that time and effort honing his seduction skills, but sometimes he felt like meeting up with the crew afterwards for post-match analysis was actually the best bit. Nah, he just needed to find a better caliber of woman. Next time on Return of the King, Chapter 3, Hogtown Blues, we follow Jim, a nascent pickup artist, as he attends Derry's inaugural seduction workshop. See you there!